number one was great. We had a great turnout. We had tons of sponsors and vendors. The weather was great. The community response we got was incredible last year. So right away we knew we wanted to come back with a year two. Um, and as a matter of fact, we're already talking about artists for year three. You're listening to The Quick Cast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome into another episode of The Quick Cast, the official podcast of Quick Trip. My name is Chris Calloway, and today we welcome on Robin James, who is the owner and promoter of the Bend of the River Fall Festival that's sponsored by Quick Trip that's coming back to Mankato, Minnesota on Saturday, September 16th. Robin, good morning and welcome on to the QuickCast. Good morning, Chris. Thanks for having me. So let's get first to the details of the event. It's the Bend of the River Fall Festival, Saturday, September 16th in Mankato, Minnesota. Minnesota State University, Mankato campus. It's the the practice field kind of behind the big football stadium, correct? Okay, and then it's 38 Special, L. King, Tim Montana, a nice blend of country, pop, rock, a little of everything going on uh, that evening, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I think those genres blend really well together. We've seen it before at a few other events that we've done, and it's shaping up to be a really great night. So this is year number two for the Bend of the River Fall Festival. Um, How did year number one go? Year number one was great. We had a great turnout. We had tons of sponsors and vendors. The weather was great. We raised $50,000 for MSU Athletics and I think just over three or $4,000 for other community organizations. So it was great by all ways you look at it. So the, the MSU Mankato campus, very involved in the in the day as well? Yes, absolutely. Yep. We have a lot of student athletes that come out and support the event. They'll come out help us with cleanup efforts after the event so that their football fields stay nice and, you know, ready for practice the next day. Um, But yeah, lots of support. The alumni comes out. Um, It was great to have a lot of the alumni there last year. We even had Stomper, their mascot was up on stage with us. So lots of support from MSU. It's really great. There's a really cool video that I'm not sure who put it together, but watch that on the Bend of the River website, kind of giving you a look into what uh, that day was like last year. And so Kudos to whoever put that together, but you know, it looked like an incredible event. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Go to our social media on our website. We've got some of those recap videos, all the photos. So if you're kind of wondering how does an event on a football field look, what does it look like? Where do I sit? How does it, how does it work? Um, Check out that video. It's really a great event. So taking from year one to the next, what did you kind of learn? Are there any little tweaks and changes that we can see from year one to year two? Absolutely. Yeah. As much as we like to pride ourselves on putting on the best event we possibly can, there's always ways to improve. So this year, one of the biggest improvements that we're making is switching up the layout. So relocating the stage to a different area than it was last year, which will allow more room for our fans in the food court area. We've got, I think, seven or eight food trucks. We'll have a beer and beverage tent. We'll have, I think, like 13 or 14 other sponsors and vendors on site doing things like face painting or character drawings, um, sponsors handing out free items and giveaways and swag. Um, so we'll have an entire area set up just for that behind the bleachers. Um, we'll have a DJ back there um, hyping the crowd up in between the music on the main stage. So that's the biggest change we made, um, moving the VIP tent up closer to the stage And then also this year we added a pit. So a standing only area with access directly at the front of the stage um, is a new ticket option this year as well. So, you know, you took all the experiences and information you gathered from year number one, sat down, looked at all of it and said, you know, these are the ways we can do better, which is, you know, awesome to hear. Yep, absolutely. 
Okay. So you get wrapped up with your number one. Um, and then you start thinking, okay, dive right into year number two. And how are we going to get this going? Or when did you kind of know that year number two was going to be coming back? Right away, actually, the community response we got was incredible last year. So right away, we knew we wanted to come back with a year two. Um, and as a matter of fact, we're already talking about artists for year three next year. So it's it's a whole year plus planning in the process. Um, so yeah, it's it starts right away. And it starts with the artists and what's the best lineup that we can get for the event, um, who are people going to want to see, and we go from there. So what can you share about how this year's lineup came together? This year's lineup came together just in in conversation. So we um, are the organization group that we do um, does several other events throughout the state. And we were supposed to have 38 special at one of our events last summer and they got canceled due to rain. And the response that we received, the disappointment and people not being able to see 38 special was overwhelming. So we said, well, where else can we put them? Where can we bring them back to one of our events? And so Bend of the River was the best fit for that. And then El King and 38 Special actually have a couple other um, locations they're playing together around the same time as ours. So it just came together very nicely with those two. Oh, not necessarily the combo you would think are doing a lot together, but, you know, it's a nice balance and mix between the two, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah. 38 Special, they're, you know, started in the 70s into the 80s, kind of that that Southern rock band. And it's really that type of music that, still is just as good almost what 40 to 50 years later right it doesn't go away and i think in some of the hollywood movies and productions they keep bringing those classic songs back so even the younger generation the 15 to 20 year olds they might not know the name of the band but if you play the music i guarantee they'll recognize some of those songs so and then you pair that with a younger hip artist like l king and it's a great blend for everybody from you know 15 16 on up to 65 plus and you'll see that at the event we'll have a very wide range of um, ages at the event um, so it's a really nice community event and you'll see some people that are, you know, 38 special diehards and have been to, you know, tons of shows over the years. And then you'll see some people that just love being outside for live music, right? Absolutely. Those people that just want to be a part of something, enjoy the outdoors, that fear of missing out. I got to go. And it's a great way to, an inexpensive way to go out and have a great night out with friends, family, and find something to do on a Saturday in September. And then Tim Montana, the opener, what can you uh, say about him? Tim Montana, we've also had him at a couple of the other events, and he is a rock country. I mean, he brings the house down. His energy, his skills on the guitar and his vocals, he is just an all-around great dude. Um, and he actually writes a lot of songs. So he started out as a songwriter, um, famous songwriter for songs with Kid Rock. Um, and so you'll recognize some of his sounds when you hear him play. Um, he's definitely look him up on YouTube, watch some of his videos. He definitely has a great original, original voice. And everything you just described there is basically exactly what you want in an opener, somebody to get the yeah. energy going for the rest of the night, right? Absolutely. And that's exactly why we chose him. You want someone to kick things off with a bang, really get people talking, get people excited, um, create that buzz on social media that, hey, this is the place to be Get down here. The music started and get everybody ready for a great night. So if he's the opener, what time is he slated to go on during the day? 
Uh, should be right around four o'clock. We're just in the process of finalizing the exact times and schedule. Um, one thing that's important to us, we're trying to fit into the schedule this year that we didn't fit in last year is a tribute to the military and first responders. So that's something that's very near and dear to our hearts. We do it at every event that we do, usually right before the um, final act of the day. So trying to work out those details and get that final schedule published and, and locked in here pretty soon. Very cool. And so, you know, the way that these concerts work is you have the opener and then there is a little bit of downtime turnover time before you get to the next act and the next act. But you said that you've got a couple of different things on site there to help people, you know, grab a beverage, grab a bite to eat in between, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have tons of food trucks. We'll have the beverage tent. Um, we're also going to have a bunch of lawn games. I think we're going to have giant Jenga, some cornhole boards. We're going to have a giant inflatable axe throwing. We've got, like I mentioned, vendors that are going to be doing characters and hair braiding or tattoos. We'll have DJ Dougie from Country 103.5. He's going to be there hyping things up. Um, tons of other sponsors and lots of things to do to fill in that gap in between. Any food trucks you got your eye on in particular? Oh gosh, the mini donuts always get, <laughs> I might go to an event, right? The mini donuts and the cheese curds. You, those are like the two staples. We're going to have some kettle corn this year. Tropical snow is going to be out there with some snow cones. Um, I think we've got big guy barbecue, Sadaka's deli, um, Weggie's pizza, incredible pizza. Um, Minnesota original brat dogs. If you guys have never heard of him, that's a really cool concept in a food truck. So lots and lots of variety. So definitely come hungry when you come to the event. I mean, it's not a Minnesota event unless there's many donuts there, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you personally, I mean, this is all part of just a, a really busy summer for you involved in a lot of different events. Um, <laughs> kind of take me through your summer and how, uh, you know, you're, you're going from one venue to the next, basically, with a lot of cool outdoor uh, concerts for Minnesotans to enjoy. Yeah, well, I live out of a suitcase all summer long, I swear. Um, the events, uh, a couple of them are on the road. So we had one event earlier this year up at Target Field. Um, we just got back from an event up at Grand Casino Hinkley. Um, and then we've got two more coming up, this quick trip, Bend of the River being one of them. So the summer is very busy. And in between all of the actual events, we're... Um, out promoting the events. So in Mankato, for example, we're going to be out live after five every Thursday night in August. We partner with the Mankato Moondogs and we've got booths set up there. Um, we do ticket giveaways. We do drawings. Um, just love to get the word out, give people, you know, an experience at all these other events and support the community through that way. So summer is a very busy time for me, but it's a lot of fun. Um, we love doing it and um, it's, it's what we what we live for all year long. We have a little bit of a break in the winter, um, but pretty much in January, we really kick things off and we, we run hard all the way through October. So, so, so back in mid July there with the killers and imagine dragging up at target field. I mean, that's a, that's a big event. That's a big venue. How does, you know, something like that vary versus, you know, a little bit of a smaller venue, uh, you know, on a college campus. You would think that they would be quite different in the planning process, but they're really not. There's a lot of similarities. Um, first and foremost, we start with security. What's it's going to take to put on a safe, secure show so all of our guests feel safe, feel welcome. Um, and then from there, who are the artists? What time are they going to perform? How much time do we have in between to do all that other stuff that we talked about? And then you start figuring out what that other stuff is, going and talking with sponsors and getting that community involvement. 
um, the marketing and promotion. So each event, even though it's at a different venue, the, the planning is really quite similar. So the logistics, the safety, who are the artists going to be? That's those are the biggest things that we work on um, with each event. So it doesn't matter if you have 500 people there or 50,000 people there. The process is really the same for all of them. Sure. Just, you know, the scale is just a little different in between the two. <laughs> right. And then from that, moving on to Grand Country Nights in Hinkley, that's August 12th and 13th. You got Rocktember, September 8th and 9th. You kind of give yourself a little bit of a buffer there, maybe about a month to get from one to the next. And then from Rocktember into Bend of the River, it's it's one week after the other. Is there, I can't imagine how crazy that week is for you between Rocktember up in Hinkley and then Bend of the River in Mankato. <laughs> Yeah, it gets to be pretty crazy, but we have a very great team, uh, everyone from production to the the guys that come in and set up the stage, everybody that does our video and audio production, we kind of travel with the same team. So it makes things a lot easier when you don't have to juggle, okay, this team is doing this event, this team is doing that. It's all the same people. So we work very closely together throughout the year and it's just rocking and rolling from one to the next. And I know there's, you know, the, the adage of best laid plans and you never know exactly what's going to happen the day of the event. Is there a certain element of holding your breath until that headliner takes the stage and then you're like, okay, we yeah. got there. Yes, there is a hundred percent that every year. What's the weather going to be? Um, is there going to be any power outages? Is the Wi-Fi going to be strong enough? I mean, all of those things that can really affect a show. Um, but I think the biggest key is just being able to adjust and adapt and, and keep the fans happy and always moving on your toes and making sure that you've got that plan B, that plan C, and that you're set up and ready to go. So, so is there a part of the, the evening where you're finally able to exhale a little bit and uh, and know that things are rolling well? Usually once gates open. So okay. it's actually in the day than you would think but usually once the gates open and people start getting in um, once we get them in and get them in the gate um, you know if there's a few production delays lots of times as with anything whether you're planning a birthday party a wedding or a huge event no one on the outside is really going to know what's going on behind the doors so as long as we're calm and we're confident and we're letting people know everything's running great no one's going to have any idea if the show's running 10 minutes late because a cord got pulled and somebody forgot to plug this in so staying calm on the surface and just making sure everybody's having a good time is is what we try to do. Is there a part you mentioned, you know, kind of starting the whole process in, in January? Is there a part of the calendar year that you look forward to? Is there a part of the whole process that, you know, is one of your favorites? There's two favorites. One, the winter, because the downtime, I get to take a little bit of a breath, spend time with the family. But honestly, the summer, just when the event is finally here and we get to go and, and be with that family that we work with virtually all year long. And now we're boots on the ground and it's chaos from sunup till sundown. That's really what we live for is, is just being at the event, putting on the event. And in fact, it's actually ruined concerts for me. I can't just go to a concert anymore because I'm like, why am I sitting here? Why am I being still? I need to move that barricade or that trash can's in the way, or there's a line. I need to get that line moved in. So it's really hard for me to go to concerts and just sit and enjoy it now because I want to constantly just move and do something and fix something and make it better and talk to the people and all of that. So have you ever gone back on your on your Apple Watch and looked at some of those event days and thought, how did I take 30,000 steps this day? Yeah. How are my feet still working? How am I still standing? A hundred percent. Yep. So tickets. Um, there's the website. It's a, it, like I mentioned, it's a slick website, some awesome promotional material, bendoftheriverfestival.com. 
what uh, what's the basic structure for for tickets and, and the best way to purchase? Yeah, the best way to purchase is just going out to that website. We You can shorten it actually and go to botrfest.com. We've got general admission tickets. General admission, you can bring in a chair or a blanket if you want to sit down, spread out on the grassy football practice fields. Um, we've got those start at $48 um, for a ticket, and that, that gets you in the door all night long. So that's a great price for three major musical acts. Um, we've got the pit ticket which is $58. So for just $10 more, you can get a spot within, I think it's like 25 feet of the front of the stage. Um, so that's the pit ticket. We do have VIP this year, but that is sold out. So if you, you're the type of person that loves to be in VIP, have some food and drinks and a tent with your ticket, um, buy your tickets early next year because that VIP sells out um, and that's a great place to be. So pit and general admission, those are your two ticket options available online. It's a really easy purchase process. All the tickets are digital, so you can access it right from your phone when you get there. And if you bring a couple of friends, it looks like you could save a few bucks too. Yes, um, I will. We will be extending. We had uh, some discounts just because you mentioned it. It was expired last night, the four pack, six pack and eight pack. Um, but we'll keep that going just because you brought it up here today. There you go. Um, and then the other thing that I know that's really important for a event like this is sponsors. We're happy to be the the headliner, the pre presenting sponsor there. But um, you know, it looks like you got a ton of support not only in the media outlets in Mankato, but a, a lot of the big companies that are coming in wanting to be a part of a big event like this too. Yeah, absolutely. Just as important as selling a number of tickets to you know anybody in the community is the sponsorships if not more important if we didn't have the great sponsors like quick trip and kia and hyundai who stepped up to sponsor the stage we've got heartland homes and drummers garden center that sponsor our vip lots of other major sponsors and some of the small sponsors too i mean even a 250 500 sponsorship goes a long way in making this a successful event so that we can bring it to the community year after year is it safe to say there's a few more sponsors this year over last year? They're pretty similar. I okay. would say 80%, 90 plus percent of the sponsors that we had last year renewed for this year. Um, so that's always a really good thing when your sponsors want to keep coming back. That means we're doing something right. We're taking care of them. And so with the sponsor support and um, support, all those sponsors are businesses in the community. So they have employees, their employees come out to the event. And it's really just a great, great community. The whole community is coming together. And that's one thing that Mankato has always been great about is supporting local. And it's, you know, there's there's a big college in town. It'll be a good time for, for college students. But like you mentioned, you can bring the lawn chairs, you can bring a blanket, you can spread out, and it'll be a nice mix, I would imagine, of demographics coming out to an enjoy an event like this. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Last year, it was great. We had absolutely no issues um, with any of the patrons at all. Um, so again, like I said, Mankato is just a great community. Um, it's a good, clean, family-friendly, safe event. Then always the last kicker, like you mentioned, is is weather. Do you start looking at the 10-day forecast? Do you try to read the farmer's almanac as to what's going to happen that day? Or how much do you worry about what the weather's going to do? I don't. I don't. We try not to worry about it until until we get there and we're on site. So um, until you're looking at the sky, the sky is the best indicator of your forecast. So let's let's just get there and get on site. Um, and we go from there. So try not to look out at, you know, 10 day, five day, even the day before we just like to see what happens when we get there. We can handle rain. I've worked many, many, many events in the rain. 
Um, as long as we don't have thunder, lightning, and high winds, rain or shine, come on out. Sometimes the rain makes it more fun. <laughs> True. And there's a lot of times where you see the the artists on stage like embracing it and like yep. the fans feed off that and it can make for, you know, an arguably better show in some circumstances. Yeah. So don't let a little rain cloud in the sky scare you away. Put on that rain poncho and come out and still have a good time. But it's going to be great. It's going to be clear, sunny skies. Last year, I think it was in the 80s. We had great weather for it. So I know we'll have that this year, too. I mean, September nights in the Midwest are are kind of tough to beat. You know, you see some of those early season football games. That's those mm-hmm. that perfect weather. And this is right in that same mid-September wheelhouse where it should be a pretty good night. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. So that's the Bend of the River Fall Festival. That's Saturday night, September 16th in Mankato, Minnesota. Robin, the owner and promoter of the Bend of the River. We appreciate your time. Any last plugs you want to make for the festival? I don't think so. I think we covered it all. Just make sure you go out and get your tickets and support, you know, Quick Trip Bend of the River and all of our sponsors. And we can't wait to see you guys all there. Sounds good, Robin. Well, we appreciate your time and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for listening to the Quick Cast. Hey, we'll see you next time.